Thank you for joining us on the Die by the Dice podcast. This is a weekly adventure RPG podcast, and we're a few episodes in now, so if you're just joining us, for one, thank you. But for two, go back, listen to the other ones, catch up. We'll be here when you get back. Thank you. And now, when we last left our heroes. Continuing within the depths underneath the old city, our heroes found themselves stymied by an insidious puzzle. Solving it at last, they found a fourth animal crest and a pedestal with four insects. Placing the crest inside, spinning rings channeled massive amounts of magical energy, followed by a flash of light. It was a blinding flash of light. Kiaran's on a mountaintop, weary in battle, a battle worn. Uh, your left arm doesn't seem to be uh, responding as you barely get yourself back to your feet. Uh, looking across a, a slim pass, you see a golden-haired woman, uh, similarly battle-worn, um, but she seems to find a, a bit of reserve strength before you can before you can act, and slams her palm into your chest. There's a blinding flash of light. Eric's finds himself on the ground within a burning building, uh, bits of cinder and ash falling all around him. There's some sort of haze, and within the ringing of his ears, he can hear a a mad, uh, maddened, angry, angry scream. Uh, looking up through bleary eyes, he sees a halfling drenched in blood, a mad look on his face with a knife bearing down on him. There's a blinding flash. Farron, you find yourself in the deep desert. Again? Rolling dunes, uh, as far as the eye can see. Uh, it's sunset, no, not again. and there's a sting in your eye. Uh, as you look down again and assess four graves before you. There's a blinding flash. Drox had a celebration birthday party. <laughs> a children's birthday party. <laughs> but he is the cloud. Dun, dun, dun. Blinding flash. <laughs> Drock, incense fills your nose as you gaze about the yurt. You sit on a, a throne made of bone and leather. To your left and right, women fawn in supplication, and a warrior of orc nature bows before you as you take it. Pleasure in his fealty. There's a blinding flash. The water's cool on your face, Erics, as you splash it to clear the sleep from your eyes. The basin beneath you, uh, ripple, the ripples subside, and you see a reflection, hornless and normal. Kiaran. I scream. <laughs> <laughs> you look up at the soft-eyed man in an odd robe. Be strong, child, he says. You turn forward to see the backs of your parents walking down the hill, and you can hear soft sobs on the wind. Drock. Venica rests against you. Her tiny weight brings a smile to your face. Under the starlight, you lean in to kiss her. It's a blinding flash. Theron, your mace blazes like a tiny sun. The reeking mass of the dead swarm around you. Undaunted, your weapon crashes into them, and they crumble before you. There's a blinding flash. Everyone make constitution saving throws. Five. Seventeen. You rolled a five? Oh, I rolled a three. Oh, total of five. <laughs> Fourteen. Seventeen. Seventeen? Okay. All of you find yourselves back within the, the chamber. Uh, it seems like no time has passed at all. The rings begin to slow, and Eric's and Baron crash to the ground, retching, uh, spilling the, the remnants of their rations across the stone floor. After a, about 30 seconds of slowdown, the rings come to a halt, once again settling within their, their, their housing. There's a hiss from the pedestal. As you can see, the four tablets... Uh, are all like glowing with uh, with heat. You can hear like a they're like a hissy, like a steamy hiss from each other as they are uh, red hot. What do you do? Mm-hmm. What just what just happened? 
Who wants to go again? <laughs> that was amazing. I was on a throne, and I was Venica was Venica. Oh, don't. Uh, oh, no, Eric grabs his water skin, swishes some water in his mouth, and spits that out to get the puke taste out. I'm gonna go and look at the uh, apparently now burning hot medallion. Mm-hmm. So. Um, despite being, they've already begun to cool. They don't. They seem otherwise unchanged, but you can sort of feel the radiant heat if you sort of test them with your what do you think happened to us? Um, Somebody get hold of some bad acid or something? So once I'm done, check out the crests with her. Do they uh, appear like they're stuck in there? Can we remove them? Um, what type of magic was that? Yeah, you could probably... The, the, the heat doesn't seem to bother you so much. You can... Well, yeah, persistent. Right. <laughs> hmm. You could probably uh, pry them out with a little, with little difficulty. All right. Before we do that, I want to make sure that we, it's not going to screw up what we're in here for. Mm-hmm. So what else about the room is different? Okay. So the crests are hot, but like we're anticipating something else happened, right? Uh, so make a perception check. Uh, 24. 4. 23. 14. Not 20, by the way. All right. Uh, so oh, look at Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> Farron and Kiaren see... Sorry. <laughs> across the room, opposite from the door you came in, you can see a section of the wall has disappeared, frankly, hmm. uh, leading to another tunnel beyond, extending out into darkness. All right, heads up. Something might be beyond here. I'm going to head for the opening. Okay. I am looking to see if anything will jump out at me. Or (laughs) should the wall (laughs) suddenly reappear? Anything weird? I don't know. I follow her with my sword drawn. Okay. I sword drawn. Look at the pedestal because I want to take one of the crests back because I'm afraid it's going to undo whatever has been done. Yeah, those should probably stay. I'm going to try to reclaim one. (laughs) As you approach the the opening... Uh, you see there's about, now that you're closer, about a six-inch tall and maybe a couple feet wide uh, pile of dust. Dust? Dust. Ew. It's the same kind of color as the, the stonework around it. Oh, okay. So it just, like, disintegrated the wall. Is oh, it? so it's not necessarily people dust. No, it doesn't. So it's like... It's the dust is how to tell. No. But <laughs> if you... Most dust is people dust. <laughs> Did the wall disintegrate into a block? It looks like. I'm going to step over it. I'm okay. not going to disturb the dust. I disturb the dust with my sword. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it is disturbed like very fine ash. I just follow her. I'm not really concerned about the dust one way or the other. <laughs> you said it was dark. Can I see? Is there enough um, light in the chamber to sort of penetrate? The I think we had Farron with a light spell. Yeah, I have yeah, light on my okay. shield. Yeah. Okay, are you coming with? Yeah. Nah, I'm gonna go back. See you guys. Well, if I have to deal with it, let me know now. Yeah, beyond you see the tunnel extends for about 60 feet or so and comes to a a metal door beyond. Uh, this door is locked? So you can't tell by sight, um, but it does appear to be uh, somewhat rusted. The door is, it doesn't look ancient, or at least as ancient as the, the catacombs you came from, um, but it doesn't also look sort of timeless like the last few chambers you passed through. It does look old, however. Nothing weird on the wall? Ceiling? No, the, the walls, ceiling and floor are all like cobblestone brickwork mm-hmm. uh, of the same material that the last few chambers have been. They, As they come away from the, the chamber with the rings, they appear to kind of get older. Like, the further you go, the closer you go to the other door, uh, the more worn and, like, cracked the stonework appears. Can you check for traps and I'll try to open this up? Well, I was going to investigate the door, the corridor, and everything for traps, generally, and then see if it's locked. Okay, you don't have any traps down the corridor, but you can check the door. All right. 
18. 18. You find a trap in the, the opening. The door's not locked, but there's a, a poison barb that would fire out if you try to open it. There's a trap in the door. <laughs> Can we set it off or dismantle it? I'm going to try to dismantle it. I step away. I will also step away. Yep. <laughs> I step away as well. <laughs> we are clearly not in the path of this poison dart. I'm about 30 feet back and like off to the side, so I'm not in the direct path of the dart. Okay. How are you? Stabling it. Meathead. <laughs> I am an arcane trickster. 18. 18? Yes. You uh, managed to harmlessly uh, trigger the trap. So there's like a little, like a, like a three inch spike sticks out of the edge. You can see it like dripping with venom. All right, I think we're good, guys. I go back up to the door. Okay, uh, uh, the door's kind of cracked now because you opened it to mm. trigger the mechanism. Mm. Draw goes to open it. Okay, it creaks on rusty hinges and exposes about a twenty by twenty chamber within, uh, empty save for two, a torch on either wall, sort of opposite you, not mm. opposite, a perpendicular. About two and a half foot wide by one and a half foot by one foot chest sitting conspicuously in the center of the room. Mm. Uh, the chest is uh, made mostly of wood, uh, seemingly old looking, uh, but bound by iron. This There's... is probably the treasure that Baron was after. Baron? So, Baron? Okay. Yeah. First of all, the, are we still looking at Baron's secret thing just to confirm? Um, what, his stone thing? Yeah. Yeah. No, we've been sort of. He's going down the hallway, but we can certainly check with him. Yeah, he, uh, there's not been any reason not to follow the hallway. Kind of catches up with a groan. He says, uh, that was, that was certainly strange. What did you see, Baron? Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Strangest thing I've ever encountered. Yeah, we didn't really talk about it. No, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was beginning to do. You're like, all right, boy, that was weird. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we all just sort of heard it sort of in, in yeah. the... Well, no, you, you just started progressing, and then the rest of us went, all right. <laughs> well, because we all sort of heard it already. We don't want to roleplay mm-hmm. hearing it again. I don't know. I saw, Moving on. I saw some stuff I'd, I'd rather keep to myself, if that's if all the same to you all. Red, I don't know what he Was came everyone's... up with, and I don't feel like making it up on the spot. No, I know what he said. Barn doesn't feel like sharing. Was everyone's item very... Like, he doesn't pay 200 gold a month to a shrink to tell you guys for free. <laughs> Bart, I had a very positive experience. I had two of my dreams fulfilled. If they were prophetic, I'm apparently going to have a fight with a halfling in a burning building. That sounds kind of exciting. I don't know about you guys. I really hope those weren't prophetic. <laughs> if they were, I'll be on a mountain soon, not in the middle of a desert underground in a sewer. Either way, I'm getting laid. <laughs> Congratulations, you, Brian. <laughs> Consensually, right? <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> oh, orcs. They don't have the best reputation. Half orc. Your reputation's half as good. <laughs> anyway. So. Looking around the room, that. yes. If we want to uh, spend a little bit of time and check this thing for what type of magic might be stewed upon That's it. That's probably a good idea. I will uh, start my detect magic ritual I'm thing. I'm just going to do general investigation for traps, secrets, things. I'm, I might as well, even though mine's crappy. I'm, I'm going to look around the room just see what I can see. I'm going to investigate. I'm going to use my jack of all trades. All right. Perceive? Six. That's percept. So percept. I like percept no. better. Okay. <laughs> 21. 21. And fire? Are you doing uh, I'm doing my detect magic. Detect magic. Okay. So, close examination of the chest reveals nothing except for a large iron lock 
sturdy enough or looking sturdy enough that uh, were you to try to break it off, you need like maybe a, like a mauler, another sort of heavy two-handed weapon. Oh, a big hammer, you say? <laughs> so not my crowbar is what you're like saying. Little crowbars and little daggers probably aren't going to do the job. It, it looks pretty sturdily made. Smashy, smashy. Yeah. The the room itself, you notice that the there's still kind of a a whiff of uh, torch oil from the mm. torches on the side of the wall, but otherwise nothing of particular notice. It's a big room with two torches Wait, and a small chest. Nothing insidious. Mm. Nothing obviously insidious. Oh. Wait, so there's torches with oil on the walls? Well, they're just like the torches have been. There's like. The cloth around the end of the stick yeah, has yeah. been soaked in oil. Recently? So enough to have a scent still? Um, so it seems. Hmm. Hmm. Is there another uh, exit to this room, or is this the end of the hall? It appears to be the end of the hall. I don't believe it. I'm going to investigate <laughs> the, the walls and look up at the ceiling and see if I can see anything. <laughs> You're full of shit, John. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm looking around. Is yeah. the detect magic thing been advertised, or you're just casting a spell as far as I know? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just 22. doing it, I guess. 22. But I know that you're casting Detect Magic. It, it, it's going to affect whether my guy just starts investigating, messing you, with the chest. You don't oh, find any okay. traps or secret doors. Uh, yeah, I, I would have said I was okay. looking for some sort of any sort of magical effect. So, Eric's is just going to mill around, uh, just investigating the place, checking it out while he waits for him to Detect Magic on the chest. I'm going to light both torches. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay, when she goes to Nothing do that, is there happening. anything to hide behind? No, it's em- the only thing in the room is a chest. It's a I big mean, open room. There's rock. <laughs> and I guess one door. Okay. And a conspicuous half-orc. I hide behind the priest. Oh, <laughs> hey, now, hey. <laughs> All right. The meditating uh, priest? <laughs> yes. The first he one, doesn't know what I'm doing. Uh-huh. The first one flares to light. Uh, the fire crackling as you move towards the second. Just so it just lights on fire. She just lit it. I on lit fire. the torch. This is normal. That's why Eric's just hiding because he's afraid of what's going to happen when she lights the torches. I don't light the second torch. Okay. Not afraid. Cautious. Should we wait for Nah. I'm doing my thing. All right. The other torch um, blazes to light. Um, now is there a secret door? Long pause. <laughs> <laughs> That's shatter pause. I say um, friendship in Elvin. <laughs> Which yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Well, it wasn't in Dwarven. Friend, come on. Maybe it's a Dwarven. Sorry, Lord of the Rings side. Okay, <laughs> nope, that's fine. All right, so as per usual, between the lights of the torches, um, you see kind of a wavering. Almost looks kind of like a, a heat haze, kind of like something waver and shimmy. Now there's fire? No, in the oh. middle of the room. Oh, okay. So you didn't say that before. I'm getting there! <laughs> Jeez. Let the man speak! No! Hurry up! About five feet beyond the chest. Hmm. So the chest in the middle of the room, and then you see sort of like a wavering heat haze shimmer about five feet behind it in reference to the front, the door you came in. Okay. So once you get your... Yeah. yeah, I'm going to detect the shit out of something, okay, I think. So does anything happen in the inner city moments between him and his, his detect magic? That's uh, to be determined. Okay. He has about probably five minutes left on it, so okay. if you guys have any other actions you want to take. No, I'm just, just... If the room doesn't immediately explode, uh, like, emerge from behind him and <laughs> so, check uh, things out. Sword okay. and shield out, ready to go. Oh, right yeah. 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 Just kind of... Yeah, ready to be Elevator music starts playing. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're just kind of waiting for you now. <laughs> yeah, so... 
Does okay. it move? Does it change? Does it do anything weird? Nope. It appears to be occupying about a five foot square or so. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, is it shaped like anything? Humanoid form? Just no, it's just kind of like a waviness. As you walk around it, you see kind of this waviness in the middle of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so 10 minutes is up. Detect magic goes. Ding! Um, hey, there's magic. Timer goes off. <laughs> you detect magical auras in the room. Okay. Um, there is an illusion spell uh, on the chest, okay. mm, as well as about five feet behind. Huh. Okay. Uh, so I'll relay that information to my companions <clears throat> here. Do I have... Is the real chest behind the chest? I tried to uh, disbelieve the chest. Okay. Uh, you go up and like interact with it in some capacity? Yeah. Well, he told us there's an illusion spell active. That's why I'm trying to disbelieve it. So, But he said on the chest, not the chest is an illusion. Oh. Could it be the lock? Check it out. I got an idea. I'm going to go back and I'm going to take my shield and scoop up a whole bunch of that dust. All right. All right. And I'm going to walk back over and I'm going to hurl it over at the box and see where it lands. This looks hilarious. This okay. is going to be great. <laughs> Um, While he's doing that, yeah, I mean, like, I mage hand the chest and see if he can, like, move the lock. Yeah, the lock kind of shakes a bit. What about five feet behind this? Does the dust sort of settle back there? I'll say, there's lots of dust. So, (laughs) that's shield full of dust goes flying (laughs) into the room. This is, like, fine, chalky, ashy dust. It's not like like sand. It's like, uh, we're all getting lung cancer. It's like powder sugar. Like, like, (laughs) dull gray powder sugar. goes like... You suffocate and die. hangs in the air. <laughs> Everyone sort of coughs. And... Farron! <laughs> um, the, dust, the dust settles around the the chest, fitting to the contours of the chest. Mm-hmm. And also, where it falls into the sort of hazy section, it more or less vanishes. Wow. <laughs> well, that wasn't what I was expecting. Okay. That's still weird. The dust vanishes. Yeah. Right? Intriguing. Um, Has any of us, have any of us, walked through that spot? Right. I'll do it. it. Alright. <laughs> okay. So, um, draw Stargate, after all, go draw, yeah. go! <laughs> um, actually, he sticks his face <laughs> into it. Too late, he's on it, go! <laughs> I could summon Kiko. <laughs> this is exactly what he's here for. <laughs> Except it's a... It's, it's an invisible entity. We're not going to see it disappear. You no, mean? we can... No, I can put it... Like, I have a little hat for it. <laughs> I'll see what happens to the hat. Just throw the hat in. Kiko is not right. a shirt. Actually, I throw, uh, I throw like a bit of cloth into. You the... just rip off part of your shirt. Yeah, I rip off part of my shirt. Okay. Okay. A new shirt, man. <laughs> you throw a bit of cloth into the haze, yeah. and the cloth disappears. Okay. <clears throat> so, so that's super weird. Too bad this isn't an anime. What type we of, don't have one of those. What type of, illu- what type of illusion is it, or what type of magic? Um. So I only got that it was an illusion. I guess. Can I roll art? to see if I know what's going on. You may. It's not very good for me. Is the illusion we'll that's disappearing, it's actually Ten. there. Yeah. Sorry, bro. Mm. Hey, you're good with this stuff now. Anything you've heard of that uh, might do this? 21. 21. Okay. The illusion magic might be concealing something within, and the other stuff, like the dust that it, and the cloth that have been thrown in there, might, be. might just be being masked by the same concealment illusion. Hmm. So I explain that. Um... The the spell might be concealing something, and whatever is falling into that area is entering the same concealment magic. Okay, okay. So not that it's necessarily going anywhere, we're just incapable of perceiving it. Okay, so 
I <clears throat> might just walk into it. Just walk into it? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> so your top half just slides off your deck. <laughs> uh, there's a, a loud, like, thud Uh-oh. as you uh, bang your shin on, uh, a, like, a... The real chest. Something. Yeah. Uh, make a wisdom... Sorry. Yeah, make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, okay. It's all bad. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. 19. Hey. Okay, cool. So... <laughs> Shockingly. <laughs> drock and drock only. Uh, as you slam your shin into the box, ah! you, you can perceive, ah! you perceive your uh, your mind breaks the illusion, and you see a second chest looking much like the one I've previously described, mm-hmm. except where that one's sort of like old and rusty but still solid. This one looks like it was just brought out of a chest assembly factory. <laughs> just recently assembled. Place where they build chests. It looks like it's a brand new chest. It was made by a chesty air. <laughs> Like, this is a, a real bespoke chest here. Um, I thought we'd have to try, try to open this chest, make a chest So, yeah, <laughs> I guess the rest of you can the rest of you can also make a wisdom saving throw, which you have to do some damage on. Damn it, I rolled an 18 on that. 13! Wisdom of 18. I hate you, I hate you so much. Disadvantage. Oh, that's a nat one. That's a one, so, yeah, no. Four, four. A uh, total of 18. Surprise, okay. So, you, when Drock bangs into it and is like... You also uh, can see, can now pierce the illusion, okay. and you see the chest there. The two of you both see Drock kind of bump into something, but you can't quite grasp can what it is. Can we still see Drock? You still see Drock. Like, um, can we see all of Drock? Or just from yeah, the shins sort of like, up? He kind of like disappeared partially for a moment, and then kind of backed up a few steps, like <laughs> rubbing the front of his leg. Found the other chest. <laughs> right so there. I just, I guess I go over and try to, I mean, I'm gingerly investigating the area because I'm still incapable of seeing whatever the heck he... He says it's a chest, but... Yeah, make another wisdom saving throw. And just for clarity, did you say we only briefly saw it, or 11. we can continue you to can see, see it? it. Oh, okay. You can see it. Okay. You've pierced the veil. Gotcha. Eleven. Eleven? Um, you kind of... Your hands are pushing through it and kind of getting like a little weird tinglies. Like you're, you're feeling something cautiously, but you can't quite see it. Hmm. Alright, so... Mm. I'm gonna try. Alright. That's a three. No. Nope. Okay, <laughs> so do we want to pick locks or break locks? Uh, I'm not Is good there a with lock the picking, so... <laughs> I, I look at you when I say pick I locks. can't even see a lock. I can't pick what I can't see. Smashy, smashy. about the, the regular one? I think it might be smashy. I'll try smashy. to pick the regular lock. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, we got 23. 23? All right. Oh, we need some four. <laughs> it takes some doing, but... Snack. The lock pops open, and... Uh, can be removed at will. And okay. it's a mimic and devours you all. <laughs> so, I step back. Mage hand, remove the lock, open okay. the chest. Alright. Uh, in the torchlight, and the light shining from... Once nothing immediately seems to be popping out for death, mm-hmm. then I close the distance and look inside. In the torchlight, and the light shining from Farron's shield, coins, gleaming, glittering coins, are within the chest. I'm gonna hold Baron back. <laughs> I... Um, hundreds of them, by the, by the look of it. Hmm. Is his detect magic still going? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are these coins magical? Uh, it's tough to tell because you're still getting a aura of illusion from the, uh, the like the chest region. Okay. Um, uh, I'm asking that question. Is there any way to be focusing that or? I know, like the whole air, the whole just that whole first chest is an illusion. I mean, if he's unsure, then I'll just pick up one of the coins. Yeah, I okay. also pick up one of the coins and look. All right. Uh, taking a look at it, the coin is of a strange minting. It's uh, septagonal. Um, 
and octagonal, perhaps. <laughs> Are we in Battlestar Galactica? Septagonal. Seven sides. Okay. Um, he said seven. Come on. And uh, your prefixes. Just your prefix game, Joe. Uh, and has a like some strange writing on it. You don't, rec- you don't recognize, uh, but it does appear to be gold. Mm. Uh, yeah. And amongst them, you can see like stacks and stacks of gold coins. As well as it looks appears to have some platinum mixed in there as well. Wait, it's actually in stacks. It's not just like the ma- the mass of coins. Right, it's stacked. It's like so, several tall. So this stacks. was set up by an OCD person. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most OCD chest I've ever seen. All right. Uh, also, there is a pirate's curse. <laughs> That's part of what I've been afraid yeah. of. <laughs> There's an iron key, like on the inside of the lid as it's opened up. Right. So I grab the key. I want it. Will it open the other chest? I don't know yet. Let me try. I'll try. Or you? Do you see it yet, or no? I don't, I don't know. Can, can I make another attempt to try to see the chest? I mean, I know roughly where they kept bumping into it. I can yeah. operate a key. <laughs> I found the key. I want it. This is my job. Let me do my job. It's <laughs> like fuck this gold. Give me that key. All right. I start putting the uh, the gold into uh, my adventuring like bag. Um, <laughs> Actually, at first I tried to curse. Wait, 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 wait! Don't touch too much about it. I want to let's, let's count it first. <laughs> count it as we put it in the bag. Well, I mean, it might be easier to carry in the chest. Oh wait, sure. Before we mess with that gold, can we? Let's see what's in the other chest in case there's like a trap that gets released when we take the gold out of this chest. <laughs> nah. Let's, let's, let's just see what's in the other chest before we like potentially trigger anything else. This place has been all about. Can you see the chest yet? I don't know. Can I see the chest yet? You have advantage on your wisdom saving throw. Fucker! <laughs> Eric, just give me the key. I'll open it. Please I see what's in this alleged chest. <laughs> you keep I don't believe there's a chest. <laughs> I just I put my hand out. Just let me open it. I can see the Drop. chest. Kick it open. Do something. Just give me the key. Give it okay, fine. <laughs> so I attempt to open. Can't the you key? not see the chest either? The key fits perfectly into the lock. Okay. It opens up. It opens up. Okay. And everyone takes a step back. All right. <laughs> Whatever. That's my job. So I open it up. Okay. Inside. Face is eaten off. Uh, you see several cloth wrapped bundles. Hmm. Dragon eggs. Um. Okay. And a uh, a scroll case as well. I uh, the scroll the scroll case is silver and um, gilded with golden filigree. Mm. What's coming off this? Aaron, what's coming off this thing? I point to it. You don't detect any magic on the scroll case. Okay. However, uh, each of the now that the chest is open, you're getting additional RSBs beyond illusion. Mm. Um, each of the bundles appears to be radiating uh, magical auras as well. Okay. Of any particular type or? Um, there's illusion, evocation, and enchantment from some of the bundles. Mm. Two, two evocation, one illusion, one enchantment. Cool. Should I? I open one of them, not evocation, probably. I know that is. Yeah, let's, let's give that one a little bit of a wide oh, berth. Okay. We can check the others. So I check the. Uh, wait, wait, say which ones? If he talks and says what it is, I will touch the enchantment one and just. Un- okay, so the enchantment bundle is kind of oblong, and uh, that totally can't charm him. <laughs> um, it's it's like oblong and kind of uh, a little bit lumpy, but hard. It's about uh, two feet long and about eight inches. Square. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as like, once I undo the cloth, is once you there... undo the cloth, you see a um, black leather case 
with two uh, silver latches on it. Hmm. I open up the silver latches. Okay. Small um, violin. It's a liar. <laughs> Inside you see a, a silver trumpet. Uh, I was close. Oh, I said violin. <laughs> hmm. I assume this will have some type of enchantment effect to the music. Something, yeah. Um, no idea what it is yet. Sorry, not a trumpet. A silver bugle. Oh, a bugle? Okay, see, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, it's okay, do you guys explain to us what's in there? Since I was presuming we so still can't see it. Drox, ta- Drox like, taking that and lifted it out. So you see him basically from... From nothing. From nothing, pull out a this uh, this bundle with the, the bugle in it. Eric says very quietly to himself, Oh god. More music. It's gonna get even more annoying. Music <laughs> is awesome, fuck you. <laughs> From a trumpet? Bugle. 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 Yeah, sorry. Now we can finally. Because that made that point better. of order. <laughs> point of order. Now it's we can bugle. hunt foxes. Oh no. Guess I'm getting woken up now. <laughs> Crap. Well, let's see what's behind bundle number two. If you make stuff like that, you want to guess how long it takes. Well, at this point, should anymore? we just start packaging this stuff? Because I mean, I kind of want to know what's in them. Oh yeah, but <laughs> as we do it, dude, let's sure. just see what's in them. Yeah, yeah we yeah, open yeah. up. What's in them? Okay. Uh, the next, where would you open next? Do you got illusion and two evocations? I'll do illusion. Illusion. Okay. Uh, so, as you take illusion, you open it up. Uh, you see a black leather. Uh, holding up, you find that there's a black leather cloak. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the inside, there are, uh, in like a, a smoke gray uh, thread, uh, like runes inscribed with it. Mm. Okay. What is this cloak in it? What? I put on the cloak. Okay. Uh, you look dashing in a black cloak. Hey. It's very fetching. I kind of like, can you still see me? <laughs> Yes. Uh, <laughs> I was just asking. Okay. It's totally normal. So this might be those, are we just going to try on every random thing we find in the mysterious chest? <laughs> so far? Yes. Alright. When people tell of a cloak that has invisibility. Also tell of cloaks that turn you into bats. <laughs> also yeah. awesome. Or manta rays, which in the middle of the desert is not super useful. Okay. So you open up the evocation, or you take out one of the evocation ones. It's a box about nine inches by nine inches, about nine inch cube or okay. so. And there's this like a, a, a seam around the middle of the silver latch. Interesting. Uh, opening it up, you see a... Um, <laughs> it's clearly a Pylorian holy symbol. Uh, hey! <laughs> gold and silver representing a many-pointed sun disk. Okay. It was uh, obviously lovingly crafted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you touch it, you can feel the... Uh, it has an inner warmth to it. Ooh. All right. Open the last one. Yeah, fancy. Let's get the other one. Okay. Opening the last one, you find a uh, set of cestae. Uh, there are they're two cestuses. Okay. Um, basically, an armored like glove and armband. If you're going by light rolls, it'd be cestae. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, like, it's uh, thick leather uh, with uh, padding and uh, metal studs on the the knuckles. As well as like strips of metal going down the the forearm. So that's like weirdly convenient, though, that all of those things just happen to be in that box. That's like 
Like fate? Um, mm. Can I make a history, knowledge, jack-of-all-trades, bar thing? See, oh, you can make it not convenient by all taking the items that don't, clearly yeah. should go to one character or another. <laughs> clearly I'm supposed to be wearing the black cloak. <laughs> the justices are clearly for me. Yeah. Yeah. Bugle is mine, obviously. Yeah, Crocs like, give them that, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I want to roll your games. If you dropped a bunch of items for one guy, like, they could just treat everybody but him. So I want to roll... Perhaps I know some tale of some... Ancient got, magical. He's got the payload symbol on a chain around. Nah, seven. Seven. Okay. Bling bling. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of any hero uh, from lore that would encompass all of these disparate items, except us. You gotta make a check on seeing what the what I think the cloak might be. Arcane history. Yeah, I'm curious. Is the cloak like absurdly too small for him, or how? What does it look like? Sixteen. Um. Probably not high enough, but 16. It, it doesn't look like it fits great. Like, it's a cloak, so you kind of throw it over, but it's a little on the short side. What's that? 16. 16. Okay. Um, you recognize this. Um, is a cloak of shadows. Uh, it'll give you, it, it'll give its wearer advantage on stealth checks within dark and dim light. Uh, and once per long rest, or resetting on long rest, basically once per day. When in dim light or darkness, uh, the wearer the wearer can um, throw the cloak about themselves and render themselves invisible. Uh, Call it. Or, <laughs> dim <laughs> for a short time. You don't know it does any of that because I realize it does. So all I'm just gonna wear the cloak without a spite. <laughs> you know what it does? You're not gonna tell me. That'd be awesome. It's <laughs> actually exactly what's gonna happen. It's gonna be the cloak. Okay. Um, no. Well, obviously I'm like. Oh. Identify with these other. Well, let me see here. <laughs> I get the bugle and I blow into it. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Again, let's just. I'm gonna grab those gauntlets. Make, make a quick initiative check. See so if you can blow it before you can stop. It. Okay. <laughs> Seventeen. No, no, no. Sorry. No. 14. That is an eleven. Oh. Yeah. I thought talking my armor class. Was Eighteen. Cool. Okay. So uh, Drock raises the bugle to his lips, and Eric quickly runs over and kind of holds <laughs> it away. <laughs> Again, we don't know what these do yet. Let's maybe get out of the crazy murder dungeon first. I'm going to go over and I'm going to inspect the little uh, gauntlet thing that I forget that proper name for. Cestus. Cestus. And I'm also going to take the key out of the lock. I'm going to feel around and I'm going to take the key. I'm going to keep it. Okay. All right. Um, I tried to lift the chest. Is is it liftable? Oh, the yeah, uh, first chest. The first one? Yeah. It's about 30 pounds with all those, the, uh, the cash in there. Okay. But it hefts pretty conveniently. So uh, it it'll count as if it's all together, it'll count as fifteen pounds worth of like traveling income. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I poor bar and didn't get anything in the chest. Because the chest of coins is for him. Ah, mm. that's what he wanted. Yeah, he he needs he needs stuff to pay off his uh, debt. Is he secretly OCD? Not that I know of. Hmm. I don't generally think gambling addicts tend to have a lot of OCD. Mostly because I don't think they have enough stuff to be OCD about. They do, you know, he goes in a hobble. Or maybe they're so. so oh, the thing he generated these items for. Control what they do have. Well, maybe. Uh, the reason you would stack them like that is for easy counting. If you that makes sense. If you know how tall each stack is, you can at a glance get the the sum. Okay, so before we carry move the chest around, let's get a count of the coins while it's easy. Do that. Coins come to. All right, the coins in total 
This is where we kill Barn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Uncle. The Lannister said never guards. <laughs> uh, inside the chest are a hundred platinum coins and five hundred gold coins. Alright, let's just buy shade. hundred platinum mm-hmm. and five hundred gold. Will save to present her resist the urge to make it rain now. <laughs> so bad. All these gold coins. Says I could, I could pay off my debt and still have some to spend. It's like, how big's your debt? Some. So, Drox picks up the chest, carries it out, begging for it. It would be so good. Sorry. And I'm assuming Baron goes with him. Uh, yeah. Because I want to ask the two of them a question once Baron's out of your your shot. Okay. Uh, so you tell Drox to yeah take the chest out. Baron's like, uh, all right, I'll stick. Drox will stick with you. All right. All right. So we know how much there is. We know how much his debt is. Do we want to let him keep the rest, or do we want to have that be split evenly? Because well, we got clearly has a gambling problem. We should probably at least help him with that if we're going to give him money. Yeah, that's true. That's part of the. Do we want to leave him with however much is left over? Three hundred gold. Sorry, quick side. You said you grabbed the Sestai. Yes. Did you put them on? Yes. Okay. As both? you yeah, as you put them both on, as the second one kind of brings in place, uh, you feel your. It's a bit of an odd sensation. If you concentrate, everything around you seems to slow just a little bit. Uh, You're the Matrix! <laughs> and uh, you... Quick, uh, someone get a spoon. <laughs> is it still there? There is no spoon. <laughs> My favorite joke in Dog Soldiers. I haven't seen that whole movie. They named a character Spoon, and then at the end he gets eaten by a werewolf, and they're trying to find him, and someone picks up his dog tags, and like, where's Spoon, where's Spoon? There is no spoon. Oh, no. <laughs> but dude, he went out like a boss, and the werewolf was going to eat him. He spit his gum in his face, and he's like, I hope I give you the shits, you fucking wimp. <laughs> that movie's fantastic. All right. Cool. So I, wanted to go, I just wanted to get that okay. going. For the record, and as a nerdy counterpoint, there is a Stargate episode about this. <laughs> about finding... Like a, an arm thing that makes them faster, stronger, all that. Hmm. All right, so... I ask you guys, um, yeah, so do we want to split up what's beyond to pay his debt? Yeah, I mean, you did bring up a good point. The guy's got a little bit of a gambling problem. Sorry, little? buddy. Oh, he's not I, He's not present. Oh, he's not Yeah, he's all. sort of sticking that chest like a... Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I specifically <laughs> waited till. I mean, I, I would have been wanted to include Drock, but just this was the, it was the easiest way to okay. have Baron not be present for this conversation. Okay. I mean, I mean we, I, can, we can ask Drock his opinion later, but... And Baron knows he has a problem, but helping him to control that problem is an entirely different story. Mm. Unless we monitor him, which I, I don't know that you can. Yeah. We let a vampire loose in the city <laughs> without monitoring him. Seems like an okay guy. I mean, <laughs> honor system's an okay thing, right? Like, I don't know. I'm imagining giving a guy with a pretty well-documented gambling problem a whole bunch of platinum pieces is like throwing kerosene on a fire, so... No, and I agree. I, yeah. <laughs> but what are our other options? It's not like you're going to stick around to give him an allowance every week or something. <laughs> Don't spend it all in one place now, Baron. <laughs> Don't get yourself into too much debt. Well, I mean, the reality is no matter yes. what we do, we're paying off this current debt, there's nothing that presents, prevents him from getting back into this position. Again, regardless of how much we give him. Um, granted, he'll get himself into a lot more trouble a lot faster the more he starts out with, but he moved out here because he didn't have a lot of money. Mm. And because he was getting himself in trouble. He reinitiated that trouble. 
Maybe he needs to move. Maybe we should take him with us. He's clearly just going to get into more trouble in this kind of city. I think he'll get in this kind of trouble no matter where he goes. Well, he has enemies here. Oh, he might have enemies a lot of places. Well, okay, true, but <laughs> yeah, and, and still, I think once he pays enemies. his debt off, he loses those enemies until he gets dead again. Yeah, but they know now that he's an easy <laughs> <T-minus>. target. minus. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be free of enemies for like a day. Well, it's your uncle. Yeah, it's up to you, dude. I mean, we can't force you to do anything. Uh, I mean, I'm of the mind just to split the treasure up. Give him enough to pay off his debt, clearly, and then split, split it the five rest, ways. Split the rest five ways. Okay. Works for me. All right, so we catch back up with them as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, once we get into the main room, or once we get back into the other room, uh, Eric uh, pulls out his... Uh, um, oh, your probos aren't even necessary. They, they come up a little bit... Now, you see you're sticking a, like about a half an inch above the lip. Uh, they've cooled enough where you can you can grab them from. Yeah, so he just retrieves the discs and bolts out of the room. Cool. Okay. Wasn't there a room that we were going to have a hard time getting out of? You already got out of there. The spectrum. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was a while ago, though. I thought there was another one. No, no, no that was it. Nothing, because nothing is sealed up behind us since. Yeah. So we can just walk out. <laughs> yeah. I, Eris is waiting for you guys to clear out in case, like, taking the things off the pedestal closed the room up or something. That's like, didn't we all have to stand on that thing to open the door? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the door is still open as far as I know, but he's just taking... He's being cautious to not lock everybody in the room again. Just making sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's taking the same precaution. Once you're out, he takes the disc and he bolts... Trying to, like, you know, mm-hmm. be faster than the door closing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the door doesn't close, which is your uh, pleasure, I suppose. Um, I mean, he doesn't get an Indiana Jones moment, but, I mean, yeah. it's better in the long run. Do we? Out we go. Back through the sewers or what? So, man. And as we go through the sewers, I'm thinking, so something created these for us, right? Because my dreams came true in my visions. And then, I'm assuming this thing, this enchantment musical object was for me. Yeah, something seems... created this for us. Some so if, each, if, if there was an item for each of us, Eric <clears throat> looks at you, looks at the cloak, then that might be for me. Oh yeah, I, 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 I took off the cloak. Did you say that? <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't remember. You never did. No, the last thing that was said was, "I'm just going to tell to keep wearing this, and you're not going to tell me what it does." <laughs> oh no! Like once you tell me what it does, I, I give it to you. Okay. Oh yeah. Since everybody found out what their shit did, what did mine do? It's um, really pretty. Yeah. Can I do? It, can I make a, a? Do I have any idea what his does with an Arcana check? Uh, religion would be a more appropriate check. Uh, nine, eight, nineteen total. Nineteen. All right, Theron, You know that uh, some craftsmen clerics can imbue uh, holy energy into their holy symbols, so not only to channel their prayers through, but also empower them. Uh, this appears to be one of those. The you uh, get a sense that it has an affinity for fire, as in addition to its other, uh, or a few a few prayers uh, give you a sense that it has an affinity for flame. <clears throat> Praise the sun indeed. Oh, I yeah, right. rolled well enough. Uh, so this particular style of sun disc, uh, it'll give you plus one to um, attack and damage rolls with prayers, as okay. long as you uh, hold it aloft as your holy symbol. Okay. Or once per long rest. While using a spell that does fire damage, uh, you can channel it through this holy symbol and maximize the fire damage from that spell. Now, if you have a something that's like radiant and fire or something like that, uh, the radiant damage is still rolled normal. Just fire. Okay, I don't have too many that do fire damage. What's the story with the bugle? 
What check are you making? Uh, Arcana would be appropriate there. 16. 16? <clears throat> Alright. Um, well, concerning the nature of bugles, typically is, involves leading armies and troops. As far as I can tell, this one seems to bolster that kind of effect. To what degree and how? Yet to be determined? I'll figure it out. I grab it. Yeah. <laughs> My guess would be when you're playing a music that gets us all pumped up for a fight, this will probably help make it uh, make us more pumped up for more fighting. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Power of music has that effect. Huey Lewis. If anyone wants to Arcana Lisa Sesta as well to try to get a mechanical benefit. Or 20. 20? All right, nice. These are uh, Swift Strike Sestai. Uh, so while wearing them, all your unarmed attacks uh, have plus one to hit into damage. You have plus one AC while wearing them. Damn. And once per day, or once per long rest, you can activate them and treat your treat an initiative roll as though you rolled a 20. Holy crap. <laughs> These are all totally cursed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any spells that do fire damage yet. Okay, you worship a sun god. How do you not have fire spells? I don't know. Well, you if you take the light domain, you do. But since I'm life, well, can't you? So you can do a, a spell that deals uh, radiant or fire damage and, and pump it up. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, that's that's because then like radiant flames is like one of your sacred flame. Yeah, sacred but it's flame. radiant damage. Yeah. So okay, okay. <clears throat> this time, am I saying it right? Mm-hmm. I don't know the word. I'm gonna have to look it up. Do some research. This is essentially what he described. Yeah. I, I think gauntlet, that's the word that pops in my head. Mm. This is more like a leather glove that's got crap on it to yeah. make it hurt more. I think like a weaponized gauntlet, basically. Awesome. So if you, like, you know your uh, Krav punchers? Yeah. yeah. It's like that, but extending all the way down the forearm. And Metal bits. Instead, Yeah, instead of like um, padding uh, to, you know, make it so you don't hurt your, just so you, just so you don't hurt your hand so much. It's got padding and then also... Brass like, knuckles. Brass knuckles, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Can you uh, Arcana check to try to find out more details? On the view? Yeah, sure. Ooh. Ooh. 19. 19? Okay. Um, like. This is the... Uh, the clarion, a clarion charge bugle. Okay. Oh, crap. I write that down. It's not Cestai, it's still Cestus. Oh, It's pronounced slightly differently. Cestus. Spell it. Well, from the Latin version, it's C-A-E... Uh, C-A-E-S-T-U-S with the plural, it's a line okay. over the U. Clarion bugle? Yes, Clar- the clarion Sisters. charge bugle. Mm-hmm. This is a fourth uh, declension noun. Uh, it's been okay. years since I've taken that. Um, but I spelled completely wrong. But yeah, in English, cestuses can be used. Uh, when you can, uh, so once per long rest, mm-hmm. you can uh, blow this bugle. Uh, when you do so, make a uh, like an instrument check mm-hmm. uh, using uh, charisma. Okay. Or perform check. Yeah, I mean, is perform still a skill? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So make a perform check, and a number of allies up to your charisma modifier mm-hmm. uh, gain uh, advantage on all, uh, basically all attack rolls and checks mm-hmm. uh, for one round plus um, a number of additional rounds equal to. Uh, your roll divided by ten. Okay. So if your roll, if your perform check is ten, they get two rounds of advantage on all checks. If your if your check is twenty, you get three rounds of advantage on all checks. Okay. Uh, as your stirring music uh, rallies <clears> the <throat> battle. Okay, that's once per rest. Uh, once per long rest. Yes. Okay. 
Not that I don't always want to fight something, but... Careful, we only have, like, two spells between all of us. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, okay. That brings up... How long has it been since our last long rest? Because I know we can only do so many... It hasn't been that long. Even though it's been, like, a month real time. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah, why it's I was kind of throwing us. Uh, it's actually only been a few hours. Yeah, because we had our big long rest before we went in and fought the big, like, two stone things, and I yeah. burned, like, all of my spells. He burned pretty much all of his, too. Yeah, yeah. I know that puzzle felt like an eternity, but it was only, like, <laughs> half an hour. Aw, oh, low blow. <laughs> well, it was part of the reason I was asking was because the room that the puzzle's in, that, that was in, is a defensible place to, defensible place to sleep mm. and rest if we wanted to do, if we wanted to slash could mechanically take another long rest before heading out, because we have fought things down here. Yeah. And we're going to exit back into that crazy part of the city. So at some point, presumably before we leave the sewer, if we can, uh, we probably do want to take another long rest before we surface. How long has it been game time at this point? Like, you said a few hours. It, well, I mean, like, how long have we been down here total? Like, oh, okay. days? Probably about a day and a Maybe a day. Okay. All right. Yeah, because pretty much from entering the sewer till. We got to, there was no rest in between getting down and before we fought the golems. Yeah. Right. Okay. So actually probably about maybe 10, 15 hours. 10 to 15 hours. Wow. Wow, shit's gone down in the last like 10 hours. Well, it's been yeah, a long day. Eight, eight of those hours was just sleeping it off in a room. Yeah, that's true. Back through the sewers then. Yeah. All right. How long does it take to us to, take us to get back to the ladder? Remember, I marked the way. I do remember. True. So we don't have to worry about getting lost unless... <clears throat> or we make our way there, and then we see if anything happens between them. Alright, and that's well, actually very fortuitous for you, because um, Barnes' amulet seems to have lost its direction. It uh, now just hangs as a normal purple gem. Ah! Alright, so we're making our way back to the, the sewer, uh, entrance of the sewers. Yes. Yes. You so see, we were lucky because I marked the ways, because uh, Baron's device wasn't working anymore. Correct. So you don't take any... Uh, Bad turns, but go ahead and make a perception check. That's a 25. Okay, it's 13. 11. Okay. Received um, the shit out of that sewer. Yeah, you sure did. Okay. So, Received the shit in the sewer? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I really wish it didn't. Ancient My order. perception's too good. <laughs> First one, then the other. Yeah. Can't um, see it. So, as you figure you're about halfway back, okay. you've already passed by the, the secret door that led to the, the spike room. Mm-hmm. You're passing by one of the intersections with, like, the deep pit in the center, mm-hmm. uh, and you hear kind of like a low, bassy rumble coming from oh, deep, within, good. <laughs> deep within the pit. And you can look over and you can see a cloud of dust kind of out of the, the center of it. Okay. After a few tense moments, nothing else seems to happen. Oh, okay. Because nothing bad ever happened when a bunch of dust, you know, got blown up by... Whatever the fuck is down here. <laughs> All right, so I'll I guess let everybody else know. Yeah, we maybe want to be a little cautious. There's there's something something's not right here. Moving around. We're, be, we're being cool. cautious and careful as we're making our way around. We walk past it cautiously. Okay. Careful. We cautiously ignore <laughs> the signs of danger. <laughs> well, you want to go poke it? Be my guest. That's truck specialty. <laughs> That's <true. laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Carrying a chest of gold. <laughs> Drugs focused. Oh, the, the other thing you notice oh, okay. uh, while walking down here is that Eric's was on point, as I recall, kind of at the edge yeah, of the light. Yeah, and then his, I was usually behind him. Go. Mm-hmm. 
if he gets a little, as you sort of hang back to check out the sound, he walks ahead in front of you a little bit. Uh, when he reaches the edge of your your light spell, you can see his cloak seem to kind of the the ends of it. It looks almost like it sort of blends in with the darkness around him. Hmm. Um, and even though like you watched him walk into it, he he gets sort of difficult to just. Oh yeah, because I suppose I didn't actually know what the effect of his. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, but you catch back up and you get back to the the ladder without any further incident. Orin says, uh, "Drock, are you gonna be okay with that? Bringing that chest up all by yourself?" Yep. <laughs> okay. Just be careful with it. Okay. Oh, believe me, I'll be careful with it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should make a fairly easy athletics check. It's a long ladder, but not a particularly. That's a nat twenty. Eleven. Good enough. Fifteen. Good enough. Like in red today. Red. Eighteen. Eighteen. All right. Well, so we, we got to the ladder. Yeah. Do we want to try to rest before we go to the surface? Because you know what the heck we encountered on the surface? Maybe a short rest? I mean, we could just hike through the, the How long tunnels? was the hike? I think it was only about maybe an hour or so. Hour so it's so not long enough really for a long rest. Yeah. It's up to you guys. I mean, I don't know what all we're going to get back from. It's, I'd rather, like, find something up there. Because, I mean, the strangers are dangerous, but we can just run from them. And we can at least find a more fortified position than being in the dark zone. That's fine. I'm, just, I'm, I'm asking the opinion because we, yeah. we, we've had more fights up top of the bed down here. There was some weirdness going on. Like, I don't know All what right, that so, rumble So So then we just go. So. Up. Okay. Is it daylight up, up top right now? Uh, yes, it appears to be daylight. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a... From the look of the thing, it's, it's either morning or evening. Hmm. But it kind of has like a, uh, a dimness that you can't really tell shadow direction or sun direction hmm. okay. from the bottom of a pit, but... Yeah, I suppose that would be like a bit difficult. Major part. Onward and upward. Yep. Oh, we go. All right. With my natural 20. Okay. Everyone climbs the ladder to safety. Uh, getting to the top, it appears to be uh, early morning. The sun is just kind of cresting over the, the buildings. Everyone make perception checks real quick. 19. Oh, that's another natural 20. That's 10. 10. All right. 26. So, Farron and Eric's. Something sort of strikes you as odd, but you can't quite put your fingers on it. Even with a nat 20? Even with a nat 20. Ooh. Okay. I mean, are we talking like sun accidentally rose in the west? or It's like, like the hair on the back of our necks is standing up a little bit type of thing? Yeah, it's like when you... Ambush. Like Ambush. It's like when you walk home and someone, like, move things around, but you can't quite... You're not like, you're like okay. Like everything got moved over an inch. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, something's off here, but I'm not quite sure what. I'm sure that sand dune was over there when we went down. <laughs> well, the sand dunes shift. Remember, that's, yeah, that's a windy... true. They do. All right. I um, I draw my swords, but I keep them kind of like under the cloak. Mm-hmm. I mean, as concealed as that kind of could be, but so I'm a little bit more ready in case something comes at us. I'm now cautiously for, nervous. Functionally, I can hold the chest in five of the sword. How's that? Yeah, chest will take one hand. Okay. Um, to do. <laughs> just like, well, <laughs> one, one hand will, holding it one hand will slow you down. Yeah. Like drop your speed. Yeah. You can hold it two handed without any mechanical penalties. So at this point, I'm going one handed sword out. Okay. Okay. Alright, so like, whoa, what's, uh, yeah, what's, what's going on? Something's off. I don't know, I, I can't put my finger on it. Something doesn't feel right. I'm just being cautious. Okay. He, uh, takes out his crossbow. I'm, I'm with you. We should head back for the hotel. Okay. Agreed. What way is it? Anybody know? Well, if we head south, we'll hit the... The town proper? The, the town proper or the desert. And from there, we can... Circle around. Circle around. Okay. Let's okay. go. 
No use hanging around here. Baron's been essentially our guide. He knows this area. Okay, yeah. I was going to keep an eye out where like sniper spots would be. Yeah. And inside the buildings as we pass, if the doorways and windows are as open as before. Yes. Okay. Uh, the doorways and windows are as open as before. Kind of gaping open portals into the kind of darkened buildings within. You begin heading south. Okay, you travel for about an hour. Everyone make another perception check. Eric's and Farron have advantage due to your earlier success. Six. Fourteen. Eighteen total. Eighteen. Eighteen? Okay. Drock and Farron both notice two things are sort of strange and different from the way the time you came in. For one, the ever-shifting winds that seem so constant on your way in are still. Hmm. Um, you haven't, not so much as a single breeze has bothered you uh, on the way over here. Okay. Secondly, uh, looking back, uh, your footprints, which had been gone in a matter of seconds the last time you were in the old city, mm-hmm. uh, you can easily track your trail going back miles, probably, or like mm-hmm. half miles. And you've been, or no, miles, literally, because you've been talking for like an hour and a half, mm-hmm. or an hour, in the, the dusty sand. And was there any forbidden nature with this treasure? Uh, not, not that I know of. <laughs> can I do it? insight to see if he's lying? Yeah, go for it. Um, so which ones? It would just be, um... Yeah. Ten. Uh, he seems to be telling the truth. Okay. says, look, I was told it was a lost vault full of riches, and I think we were pretty fortunate. I mean, yes, it's a little strange at how specific the treasure was, uh, but... Oh, a little? <laughs> look, you don't look the gift horse in the mouth, okay? <laughs> you want one grape or two grapes? Let's <laughs> eat the rest. Smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing you'd be looking at is the business end of a big knife, so. Seen plenty of those. Have mm-hmm. you now? Have we not all seen plenty of those? I mean, is one not plenty? Fair point. I see if we if we do plan a cap, we should backtrack and then like, you know, we should do that thing where we walk back on our tracks. Yeah, I, I definitely don't like the idea of us leaving a big trail pointing back to that place. We should at least from now on do something about it. You know, I don't <laughs> I know. Can, I can, is there like I can drag the chest no, behind we're in it. the desert, but like, is there like a branch we can just? We're in the desert. No, so no, we know we're in the desert, but that doesn't mean there's nothing. Um, a, a cursory search around uh, shows nothing but sand and the stonework building. I do have a tail. Yeah, you do. Uh, yeah, you can I, I know it's not prehensile, but I mean, still do something with it. So it doesn't make... Yeah. You can sort of... You can make like a whooshy trail behind you. Uh, so it looks less obviously like footprints, but there's still sort of like this sidewinder. Well, kinda... what I could do is drag the chest behind me. There would still be a drag. Yeah, drag just yeah like I'm, I'm just saying. It's better than footprints. Drag through the desert. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll, I'll go in the rear and just use my tail to... Okay. It's better than nothing. Single file to hide our number. <laughs> we should. That, that is actually yeah. correct, yes. <laughs> the weirdest looking marching party. Everyone's like, <laughs> but as we're doing that, there's a tail wiping the trail away anyway. But we're all just, this guy's just some sword nerd. <laughs> Somebody on the roof's like, what the hell are these guys? What are these fuckers doing? Yeah. Okay. So, continu- <laughs> continuing on. A weird parade later. Yes. Yeah. You catch a few glimpses between some of the buildings of the Hollow Temple, and you know you're on the right track. Okay. Uh, it stands on a head and shoulders above the rest of Shade. Uh, indeed, most of the, other, the rest of the old city as well. And you kind of... When you, when you can catch between buildings, it serves as a very noticeable landmark. <clears throat> um, door voices carry. 
With a lack of wind, yes, your voices do carry better. So okay. I kind of, I kind of whispers it. Where are we going to go first? Are we going to, are we going to go to the hotel? Yes. Okay. We don't really have much else place to go. We're all obviously whispering. <laughs> okay. Right, Barn. Uh, yeah, that'll be. We'll make we'll make arrangements to find a, a Fage, and then uh, I'll clear my debt, and we can split the spoils. That's fine. I know a few guys who can probably give us top, uh, top crown for that. Those, uh, those discs. I wasn't even thinking about selling them. They were trophies as far as I was concerned. That's <laughs> no. something to consider. It's trophies. Oh. My lad. Those are precious metals all around. As is your purple gem. It's actually not a precious metal. But it still <laughs> looks like a precious gem. Oh, I'm going say it's not a precious gem, just not a precious metal. All right. He kind of gives it a, a spin around. It's being pedantic. <clears throat> drops back to the below. He's like, well, if the magic's all used up, then yeah, we can probably get a few crowns for it. I'm definitely skilled at uh, bargaining magic items, and also their historical importance. <laughs> I kind of my eyebrows <laughs> raised. He says that he, like Eric's hand kind of goes to the pouch with the discs in it. Like, <laughs> it's kind of like oh, protective. However, like despite his class, he actually doesn't care that much about like cashing this stuff in. Like he, it, it, the, the the trophy actually means more to him. <laughs> Like stuff, not money. <laughs> it's the complete opposite of the character. Remember, he grew up rich. <laughs> well, maybe we can, maybe we can work something out. Okay. Uh, All right, onward to the hotel. All right. Uh, I do have a question. Yeah. We've been marching for long enough. Does the day apparently seem to be changing? Ah, well, no perception check needed for you, Eric's. <laughs> um, curiously, it's the the light still appears to be that of dawn. It doesn't look like, as you glance over to the, the east, you see the sun still um, just barely poking over the, the tops of the buildings. Did we come into, like, an alternate? That's, that, that, like, the, the minute, like, things were off, I was starting to wonder that same thing. That's yeah. why I'm like, okay. Alternate dimension. S- something's up. As we're marching along, <laughs> I'm going to start my no, detect like magic John, again. is it the Baron Stain Bears or the Baron Steam Bears? <laughs> <laughs> Which reality is it? Which way? That's the Baron Steam Bears, goddammit. That's how I remember it. <laughs> Is it, is it the reality where oh, they're racist against pandas? No, that's the big thing that it's actually. Uh, sorry, go off topic. No, I, I know this one. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the, Bar- the Bernstein Bears. Thank it's, you. It's the Bernstein Bears. That's how it's written, but many people, such as myself, remember it as the Berenstein. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Berenstein, yeah. yeah. So Me it's kind of like it's one of those. What the fuck is there a glitch in the Matrix thing? <laughs> there's, there's both versions. I think they still have the books. Like, I yeah. could probably go find them. No, no, like there's pictures now. It's it's a it's Baron Stain. I mean, there's a, a same thing with Nelson Mandela, where pe- a bunch of people remember him dying in prison. Oh wow! So there's like huh. yeah, there was like a legitimate. I remember Berenstein Bears. Like, huh. well, because I think it Berenstein Bears works phonetically like it all sounds right yeah it was spelled yeah. weird so yeah but bernstein bears like it doesn't sound as good we were also like what seven when we were reading those yeah, but <laughs> like, it was like stan and jan bernstein because the author's last name was yeah. bernstein and okay it, but yeah that's what that's, yeah. that's what but like the the name seemed to fit if you pronounce it bernstein <laughs> it's messed up while we're off topic it's, it's freaked out some people like they're reading their kids like in the bear what the it's like it's like broken some people like what the fuck this is not what I remember this is not and I my life is a lie <laughs> I just clearly remember Berenstein I know some people said like maybe it's because of Einstein or Frankenstein like that's kind of a, like you know but I don't remember Bernstein how to Berenstein so Eric's points out what he noticed um, 
I think more with that treasure may have happened because time's not passing. It's still early morning and we've been traveling for a few hours at least. Can I notice anything with my, I'm going to call them gauntlets. Okay. Because uh, we are undecided on how the pronunciation should actually no, it's, be. It, with the way it's normally spelled and handled, it's cestus. If you're doing it the old Latin spelling, it's caestus. But we're not spelling it that way. Okay. It's not spelled that way in like any book. That's just like the really old name. For it. So my gauntlets made me have different time sort of senses. Mm-hmm. Can I sense anything with them on or is it just I don't notice anything different? So everything seems to kind of slow because you're faster is what they're sort of doing. But it doesn't um, give me any kind of sense as to what's going on. No. Okay. It seems like some powerful magic is afoot. Okay. Um, you're not quite sure what or why though. We don't know what's going on. Let's at least head back to town. Continue like if we know we're screwed if there's nobody in town when we get back. Or if they're all frozen or something. Uh, or that. Yeah. Would be bad? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with not a question mark. <laughs> it would be good for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's gonna, take on the town. <laughs> I'm going to be actively looking for wildlife or like birds. I know we're in a city, but like, yeah. you know. We're also in a desert. <laughs> Other things moving. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, big perception check. Is your are you guys still walking still? I yeah, think so. we're yeah, to we're just, I think we're doing another one of our patented. Yeah. Like, boy, that was weird. Let's go. <laughs> well, <laughs> but it's also like it's that weird. But like, or like I my character is magical abilities, but he's not like a trained wizard. Sure. So it's not like it's something for him to be able to figure out. Mm-hmm. I don't know that anybody else could directly figure it out, and I don't think it's something we could solve here. And mm-hmm. I think we need more information if we're even going to do anything about it, so let's head to town and see what we can yeah, find, at least. Exactly, because if we get back to town and everyone's frozen or there's nobody, that seems to start to indicate something's going on, like maybe we got transposed in planes, time's frozen for us. If there are people, then there's some other bit greater magical effect that we accidentally unleashed. It might yeah. not have been us. Wait, wait, what about, what about those things you took from the Thing. Medallions? Medallions? Yeah. What about them? Do they feel? I, I touched the medallions. Do they feel any different? No, they still feel much the same way they did when you first found them, kind of when they were more or less inert. Mm. I pull um, one out. Is it glowing or anything? No, they're not glowing. Mm. Seems to be just a regular medallion at this point. Mm. Does it react to the, ne- to the necklace and medallion react to each other at all right now? No, they seem to be. Blank. I'm not sure if these are tied into it or not. Like I said, I, I'm with. Her, I think we should uh, just head back to town. Like, there's, I don't know what we could figure out here. Yeah. yeah. There's not really much else for us to do, and we need more information. So, mm-hmm. so <laughs> depending on what's going on, we might not be in any danger from being attacked because there might not be things here to attack us. And if there's no time limit on this, we might be able to sort of put things to our advantage. Oh, I'm totally going <laughs> to use it to my advantage if we're in a frozen time. <laughs> but there might also be like a, okay, if we don't fix it in X number of minutes or whatever, <laughs> you know. Or just walking up to people, like placing their faces up. <laughs> so you're Quicksilver now. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying, weren't we planning a break into something that we had to. Oh, that's the primary oh, thing. We were planning a bunch of stuff. Like, oh, yeah, no. If Titus was involved, explosions. Between you both be infiltrating rival gangs and you actually becoming a part of one, which is super productive, we By were going to explode versus. The think the about how many bombs we can place oh my yeah, God. when there's no one to stop us. Exactly. <laughs> Do I see any of that gang placement, the glowiness? No, you're still in the old. Still in the old. Too yeah. far away. Okay. Okay. Let's let's get back. Let's go back to the new city, so that we can figure out what level of fun we can have, depending <laughs> on what's going on. Or how royally screwed we are. Yeah, I think we're, we're gonna right. be so disappointed when everybody's just fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Okay. So we all really do want this. 
Yeah, kind of. You end up traveling <laughs> about another six hours or so. Okay. You were you were deep in the old city, yeah. and it's a little bit labyrinthine. But eventually, uh, you get back to the about the same place you left, kind mm-hmm. of the north edge of shade. Eric's. It seems that your observation, to an extent, was spot on. The, the sun is still hanging low in the sky to the east. It doesn't appear to have, have moved one inch since you emerged to the surface. Is there a rock I can pick up? Um, yeah, there's some... Just I, I just go pick up a rock, and I just drop it, see what happens. Okay. Yeah, how much does our influence of not being stuck in time extend? <laughs> uh, it falls to the ground and kind of plunks in the sand and kind of makes a little, little divot. Fascinating. <laughs> if time is frozen, <laughs> what is out of my hand? What an asshole! <laughs> this is the scientific method, Joe. Mm, good results. Cannibal the musical. What team is that river? They should pick up a rock. That's for it. Guys, to say let me try something. But <laughs> well, no, he didn't even explain what he was doing. He just walks over, grabs a rock, and drops it. Like it does look super random to you guys. It's a great scientific achievement there. Publish that in the rock dropping journal. <laughs> I think there's a force called gravity that works on this planet. All right, Isaac Newton. On to town, please. Okay, you're, the, you're on the outskirts of town. Do we see people? Um, Do I see glowy things? Okay, two very tough <laughs> questions. All right, all right. So people, I know, I'm trying to be Okay, um, glowy things? No, you're not in, it doesn't appear to be in... Uh, territory? Uh, the sisterhood territory. Okay, people. People. Um, you have to kind of wander around a little bit, find take a few blocks, but you do see two people standing on the standing in the street. Um, they look like strangers. Are they moving? They don't look like strangers, um, in that the glowy, tall, mystical strangers. Uh, but you don't recognize them, so they're strangers to you in that sense. <laughs> uh, they they're appear- not Slenderman. Okay. No, they are apparently frozen uh, in a moment. Oh uh, shit! One has a. They're, they're both like mouths open, hate in their eyes, kind of screaming at one another. And one has a, a, a blade drawn, seemingly like suddenly drawn. Okay. So, um, so Eric kind of like excitedly clasps his hands <laughs> and runs over, takes Starts the blade out of everything. Well, yeah, he, he takes everything that's not nailed down on them. But he like, <laughs> takes the dagger out of one of the guy's hands, places it like right next to the guy's face, and does that with the other dude. <laughs> okay, hold on. So uh, when you get within about uh, three feet of them and reach out, uh, oh, your effect suddenly, extends. There's suddenly a blinding flash of light uh, that all of you see. Um, I'm on a mountain again? No. Uh, there's a blinding flash of light. Uh, Eric, it sort of caused you to, to start and, and as a result of being startled, stop. Uh, looking around, the sun now burns high directly above you. Um, you can see the one of the men uh, lying on the ground, partially covered in sand. Um, the sand around his uh, head and neck uh, Bloodstained. And was it the um, guy who was getting stabbed, or the guy with the knife? The one who didn't have the knife uh, is now lying dead on the ground. Damn it! <laughs> well, we just jumped forward in time. Can I look? I want to look backward and see if our right, trail on. is Actually, still there. Footprints. Am I the only one that sees that, or does everybody see? So it? everyone sees it. Okay. Oh, okay. Footprints. Footprints. Looking around behind you. So, and uh, I guess another question while they're looking. That happens. So does it feel like time jumped forward and it's still frozen? Uh, it feels like... Like we just kind of had like a skip, but that's it? Like or? nothing happened to you. Like 
looking around, you can now see the sun's high. You see scattered people around uh, the town. A few, most of them kind of on like doorsteps or in the shade, but a few traversing. Uh, again, uh, still like statuesque and, and still. Do you have um, any myths about like leaders? Not uh, readily. Let me just double check the panel <clears throat> here. Wait a second. Do we see the blinding flash because you tried to touch them? Yeah. John, you, you don't know what Langoliers are? It's probably not in the book. I know what Langoliers are. I'm, <laughs> I'm double checking if there's a time god for. Yeah. Um, I think there is. Talk. I had to laugh because it's like the third Langoliers reference I've heard today. <laughs> today? <laughs> today. How does that happen? I have a couple of friends who are big Stephen King fans. So. Okay. Um, Dude, that like that TV movie. <laughs> yeah, so bad. It's got uh, it's in, in the great way, but it's bad. <laughs> Oh man, he plays Al in Quantum Leap. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. Working on this. Um, no, no, you're talking about yeah, like he plays it. the Stephen King character in the movie. Yeah, yeah. That talks like William Shatner for some reason. <laughs> it's gonna bug the hell out of me. All right, anyway. Uh, so Istis is the goddess of fate and destiny. Okay. Um, but she's, so she seems to be the kind of closest to time. All right, I'm a little irritated. Because I can't have footprints. Fun. Looking around, uh, you don't see any footprints behind. So it all sort of blew away while we jumped. Yeah, so did the seems. wind pick back up and all that. All right. What uh, are you going to say? You're still... Uh, everyone else seems to still be kind of frozen and stuck. But here. at a different point in time. But at a different point, correct. So, yes, I think we should be worried, and yes, we should fix this. However, I think we should take advantage of this. We, we, need, we, to, we need to try to break into that place and get that thing. We should figure out our effects. If it's a proximity thing, then we need to figure out what the range is, or if But even with... Okay, we caused time to skip forward, but we weren't affected. Like, all, I wasn't drawn into the scenario, I wasn't, like, people weren't suddenly moving. Time just skipped ahead to wherever we should be. Which could work against us, too, because if we're helpless to change anything, we just skip to when it's already been done and we can't influence anything. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm less concerned about that when I'm trying to break into a place and steal a necklace. Alright, I'm gonna try to... It was to... a necklace, I'd have to look back, but... So, look, see, Barn's eyes are like saucer blades. It's like a deer in a headlight and all this. We're all sort of blasé about everything. Yeah. It's like, dude, my guy turned into a devil. Like, <laughs> I'm also like, holy shit. All right, what, good point. Oh, I'm froze. Yeah, yeah, like, what, have, what have I gotten us into? Are, are you guys all okay? <laughs> yeah, it's like, we're cool. <laughs> I haven't hit the existential crisis moment yet. Right now I'm in the, I can use this to my advantage moment, and I'm going to ride that until the existential crisis of, holy shit, we're displaced out of time hits me. I'm in the, I want to figure this out mode, so I'm going to try to approach another person, maybe somebody like sitting on a step or something, non-threatening or anything. I'm going to approach to about the, the distance that he was at when he approached those people. Okay. Dude, we fought zombies earlier. Like, this is number three, maybe, at best, <laughs> on the weird shit that's happened today. <laughs> like, can you, while you're doing that, can you cast magic? Detect we shouldn't be able to do whatever we need to. Yeah, right? sure. We do we have like, so, it. ten minutes. So, so wait, nothing happens. <laughs> Alright, hold on. So she's walking over to a person. I want to yeah. see if it's triggered by how close we get to a person, or if maybe it was a timed thing, like every number of hours it skips it, forward. It seemed, to be, it, it, it seemed to be based on me getting closer to people or frozen. Well, we don't know that. I'm going to try again oh. to see if I can duplicate the world result. Alright, okay. Um, so you walk over. What do you? There's like a few people walking across the street. Uh, there's people in... This movie is sort of fro- they appear to be frozen in mid-conversation, and they're walking in a pair across the street. There's Isn't they frozen people reacting to the body on the ground? 
Yeah, it's no, shame. One's, no one really seems to be tuned. Just, uh. Still, there's a corpse. <laughs> Good point. No, at least in the moment you're in, no one seems to be reacting currently mm, to okay. the dead body. Although several people can plainly see it. <laughs> um, I'm going to sort of go to the of side of the street, sitting in the the shadow of a like a an awning. Um, I'm going to sort of sidle up to those people, not directly at and not sort of in the way of anybody. If time skips forward, I don't want them to walk through me or anything stupid. Okay. I'm going to just sort of sidle up to the people and see how close I can get. All right. Okay. While she's doing that, I pick up a rock and throw it at one of the people. I was wanting to do that, actually. Characters <laughs> <laughs> just can't in your trouble. I'm fine with what it. What the hell? <laughs> Who did that? <laughs> okay, so you get close and nothing seems to happen. You threw a rock. <laughs> it could be you. Or it could be intent. I had intent to change the scene. So, as the rock leaves your hand, you see it erode to like smoothness and then to dust in a handful of feet, and then it's kind of like up into the air. Okay, what in the actual fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this is how I'll hit Drock. Drock has been like totally melted. What in the actual fuck is going on? What the fuck? Bear, bear. Somebody doesn't want me to have fun. Is what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Uh, that's that's weird, huh? Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> All right, no. We should continue hey. on to the city. We're in the city. Yeah, you're on the like, like into the city. We're on the okay. outskirts, right? All right, like you're in shade proper now. Oh, okay. I have my theory that it has to do with intent. I still think we should take advantage of this to steal that fucking necklace. <laughs> this is gonna be the easiest time to potentially do it. Sure. Well. On that point, though, the necklace belongs to that creepy lady, and she's one of the people who would have influence over something big and bad happening like this. Magically? She's a We're like crime boss. Outside she of could have an right artifact or something like let's that. Let's put her stuff back, and then let's go steal the necklace. Yeah, we shouldn't be toting around things. But also, yeah. we can, if we leave it somewhere and time skips forward, I think we should keep it just honest until we figure this out, honestly. It could be influencing what's going on. It could or, be somebody else. Could be or Eric goes, the rock oh. I just threw, it might disappear into nothingness. Fine, I'll just carry this fucking chest around everywhere then. <laughs> thank you, Drop. Or, okay. Let, let's, let's, yes, thank you, Drop. Yes, thank you, Drop. Okay. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's head to the water place. There's the the the, the temple right next to it. Drop can rest in there with the chest on your lap. Damn, we can never take a long rest. We can never recover our spells. Oh, <laughs> my God. And we can get supplies, too. If we need water, now we don't have to freaking pay for it. Well, okay, you didn't have to do that anyway. He can make water. Yeah. Not if he's so low on spells. Oh, that's true. All right. So I said we head there. Drop doesn't have to, you know, carry the chest. You and I, and hell, even him at this point, can just... Walk into the <laughs> do what we Who need to do. Who needs to be sneaky whenever it's frozen? <laughs> clank, 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 clank. I mean, we can be intentionally loud right now. I know we're probably totally going off book from what John intends, but I have opportunity. I'm gonna use it. This is the episode we always wanted. <laughs> All right, to the water place then. Okay. If nothing else, we can gather more information. Mm-hmm. Well, I I am currently running the theory that it has to do with intent. I intended to change the scene, and, the, and and something happened. You approached with just the intent to figure out of getting, you know, your your intent wasn't a modified thing, just proximity. When I threw the rock, intending to hit somebody, the rock disintegrated into nothingness, which God knows like what invisibility. Means. No, it disintegrated into dust. Okay, yeah. so you begin making your way to sort of the middle east side of town, next to the Hollow Temple, where the Water Baroness makes her domain. 
Everyone make perception checks real quick on the natural 20. 21. 18. 18. 18. 11. 18 total here, too. Okay. My perception went to crap. So everyone appears to be, as you meander through town, stock still, completely frozen. Your, your footprints are left behind. Left behind. Although there's not as much kind of loose sand in shade. They've attempted to make some semblance of streets. Eric's, Drock, and Baron. Baron, thank you. <laughs> As you round a corner, out of your peripheral vision, you look over and you see something that seems quite out of place. It's about a 12-foot tall thing. It looks like a man. It's sort of humanoid in shape and it kind of has masculine features, uh, broad chest. Uh, but what strikes you is uh, it doesn't appear to be made of flesh, but rather of metal. Uh, it has a, a, like a bald head. Shit. And in oh, there are gaps between its um, fucking fuck fuck. <laughs> Joe. There are gaps between part of what would uh, be its flesh, but is actually metal, and within you can see like clockwork. Oh fucking fuck. In fuck. one of its hands, it holds um, the hilt at about shoulder length, and the tip and the dirt of a great sword uh, that stands about ten feet tall. Uh, the figure is about twelve feet tall. All told, as you round the corner, uh, even though it's unmoving, you can't help but notice its eyes staring directly at you. A clockwork robot time. Uh, can alien. I make a? I, I'm pretty sure. I'm no, pretty sure as a player, I know what it is. My character is not playing player. A very, a very difficult Arcana check would be appropriate here. For the record, I have no idea what it is. But it sounds 20, so really cool. Yeah, I got fourteen. Nope. I've got to get, retire this dice. It's really <laughs> stupid. Sounds cool, whatever it okay, is. Yeah. I know it's bad for us, but it sounds cool. Oh, yeah. I gotta take a second here, because your, your role was good enough to get some information from it, but I'm trying to think how Eric's would know this. Um, yeah, that's the problem. Like, I, I'm, he's generally smart and educated, but like, he's not necessarily ever like specific. Uh, it, oh, okay. It's up to you. No, I got it. So, like all children, you were told uh, morality stories uh, at bedtime, and while you in your adulthood, kind of laugh most of the way as, as rubbish, one suddenly springs to mind of creatures called Inevitables. Yep. Uh, that when core laws of the multiverse were broken, uh, they would be sent out to put, for, to put them right. Now, in your recollection, it was children who didn't eat their vegetables for dinner, but it fits the description to a T. So Eric yells at the uh, Inevitable... I ate my vegetables! Leave me alone! <laughs> uh, it stands unmoving. It doesn't seem to... <laughs> it just turns slowly. <laughs> like, that's an odd thing to Eric's, say. Eric's is losing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first weird thing Eric's has said. How's Baron look? How does Baron look out of outburst? <laughs> uh, when he's, he's like... Ah! And he looks over and goes... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what in all the hells is that? <laughs> and he turns, Eric's turns and looks at where he's pointing. Yeah, he points at the the creature because oh, he hadn't seen it. No, he hadn't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So Eric turns and goes, "Well, kind of fits some childhood uh, stories I heard. These things uh, they call inevitables. They mostly show, were supposed to show up when you didn't eat your vegetables. Which I've been eating my vegetables. <laughs> but that's the your only indignation th is the best. <laughs> Just, but, <laughs> my God, I ate my vegetables, damn it. <laughs> hey, 
Vegetables make you strong. You have to Eric's, go to the cleric class. I know you're more educated than me, but maybe it has to do something with time stopping. <laughs> you may have a point. Then your dietary guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. In the context in which I was told, those things showed up. It had to do with me not eating my vegetables at night. It was I'm sorry, the maid tank. could not cook them very well. Farron approaches the thing. No! Straightforward Farron. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I still think we should take advantage of this as long as we can. He's not attacking or making any moves for yeah, us. No, he's just he? kind of hanging out, right? No, it appears to be... Um, Looking at us. Like, like it, its eyes were where you would come across, come around the corner there. Well, if I do this, does his eye follow me? Well, I'm not the best of person on the best of days. Pretty sure I've done nothing bad enough to, you know, violate laws of the multiverse and whatnot. We just did. Uh, pretty we sure. We just did right now. That's what I we're at. Did now. we violate the law? We simply retrieved treasure. We simply we activated a magical. It was us. We activated a magical device that sent us into different planes There's of reality and stole treasure shit. from there. There's other weird things going on in Shade. It might not have been us. There's a okay, slim okay. possibility. We are adventurers, literally in the job description. I'm also tripping out on how eloquent Drock just became. <laughs> what else was on that machine? <laughs> Actually, yes! Okay, Drock right now we're going through Drock hours for Drock. Soon, he's going to become very depressed because he can remember being super intelligent and eloquent, but he can't find the words. <laughs> Sorry, I could not find I'm gonna start skirting around the machine, see if it. Oh, no, wait, is it? It's not like right in front of us, right? No, it's about uh, probably 50, 60 feet away. Yeah. Is this thing like haunted mansioning us right now? Like as we move yeah, around, or no, his the, eyes following? The eyes don't seem to follow you. Okay. Um, so it, until it forces our hand, I my my goal is to still keep give it a wide berth and head towards the water place. Really, look at that name. It's been too long. I still the wellspring. Say, is the wellspring. Here we go. It might not be us. I know it's slim. Okay, but even it if it is us, us, we didn't do it intentionally. True. <laughs> do you think it gives a shit? <laughs> it no. might. Maybe. But it might. I don't know. Wouldn't stealing things be breaking the laws of time? Or time? Effect, no. Or affecting time? Things? No. Plus, what law we, we, we stole from a obviously long dead tomb? Laws don't cover that. Sure, <laughs> they do. Torches were lit long? Yeah. Anyway, we're dwelling we on... We solved the puzzles. We <laughs> earned it. <laughs> Moving on. Passing the dude. Going on. Yeah, we're going to the wellspring. Okay. Eric's is bound to determine to take advantage of this freaking time goofiness. And I just want to learn more about this because I think it's fascinating. Ferris we... along for the ride. <laughs> this is some crazy shit. <laughs> You're just tripping balls. <laughs> the creature Eric seems to identified as the inevitable uh, doesn't make any, any further moves of pursuit and scene. Okay. But does it does its eyes stay on us? They stay where you where they first saw you. <clears throat> okay. So it looked like if it's like if you were looking where you expected someone to come, like it was looking where you would be, and Wait, then you were okay. there, and then you moved, and it, what if it's testing us? What if it's testing us? Then it what? needs to make the next move. We're going on. I think this is a bad idea. No pun intended. Stop wasting time. Let's go. Okay. Um, Eric waves at it as they leave, friendly. Okay. <laughs> it stays still, statuesque, and unresponsive. Um, Until it stabs us. Yeah. Um, everyone make perception checks, please. To see it stabbing us? Six. Four, uh, Fourteen. Not twenty. Seventeen. Right. Twenty-three. Your new die worked. Okay. So, 
Kiaren, you okay. see a few things as you uh, you get pretty close to the Hollow Temple in the eastern edge of town. All right. Um, one, you know you're sort of getting into Sisterhood territory. You can see a few of the glyphs softly glowing here and there. Um, the other thing you see is you only catch a glimpse of it out of the corner eye between uh, a couple of buildings. And when you turn your head, uh, it's gone. Um, but you saw something uh, long, spiny, and uh, dark in color, um, kind of wave and weave, uh, like, across an alleyway. Like floating, or like crawling, or where? Something else is moving. That's By the look of it, um, the closest... At what height is that what I'm asking? Uh, it, was, it was a few feet off the ground. Um, it looked perhaps like... Uh, like a flying snake. Because we've done the snake thing. <laughs> More like a um, the end of a of a large of a either a long a large snake or a, the tail of a large creature. All right, guys, be aware. There's something else that's not frozen in time, as we are not. Like all your job. <laughs> I don't know how big it is. I can't get a good look at it. It was there. Mm-hmm. Well, until it becomes a problem, I'll spray. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're on a mission. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you had to steal something and you were frozen no, 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 in time, no. let's do this. <laughs> Action is better than just waiting around. What are we gonna do? You make it to the wellspring, uh, bypassing a few other people, kind of giving them some birth. You know that the the sisterhood's territory ends pretty well before uh, mm. the the water warehouse. You. There's about a 60-foot sort of dead zone around Osmara's warehouse and kind of business residence. <clears throat> and you can still see the guards all standing stock still in their quarters. Climb the wall. Of the, Actually, is the gate open? The gates are closed. You're, you're at the, the edge of the sort of dead zone. You're going to just walk over there? Yeah. Okay, you walk into the warehouse or towards the office. I suspect it's going to be in the office. Yeah. I'm going to look towards the office. Okay. So I'm also trying to like take notes and jump back and forth. Which is fine. What's everyone else doing? <clears throat> Do you remember there was a, a weird guy in the office who sort of gave us a once-over? No, we never went in time. the office. We it was did. A guy was, no, yeah, it was outside of it. We went into I don't think where there did. were... Yeah, he it was, was like a sales selling area. There was a sales guy, and then there was another guy in there with him who sort of was checking us out. Uh-huh. And I can't remember what he was, but he, he was sort of threatening. Yeah, you're right. So I don't know if this is a, a weird concern when time is frozen, but if he's any kind of unaffected, that could be bad for us. <laughs> Pretty sure the minute he moves, <laughs> we're like, well, oh, oops, <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Well, yeah, but then he'd know we were there, and I maybe I'm just being paranoid. Let's just okay, go. let's just if go we're for frozen it. in time and somebody else, random person, isn't. I'm more concerned that person's potentially a godlike entity. Fair. Because <laughs> if all of her guards are frozen, this area seems to be as affected as anything else. Yeah. Obviously, the minute we see movement from a person, then we're going to go more cautious. But and we're not hearing anything or seeing anything. So. Yeah. So, until otherwise, there's no reason to suspect that this place is any less affected. Okay. Onward, then. Okay. Alright, as you all approach the office of the Wellspring, Farron and Drock hear a kind of whoosh, sort of sound from behind them. Uh, turning swiftly, 
you see a terrible creature approaching uh, at speed. Is it um, the creature uh, appears to be walking um, like a on all fours like an animal, but in the, the momentary glance you have on it, it seems like it has many more than four limbs. A pile of long, writhing tendrils pulls from its back, and a spiny, whipping tail flaps behind it. Um, where its head would be uh, is instead a kind of writhing mass of jaws and teeth. Um, it's upon you in a moment and uh, leaps, jaws gaping. And that's where we're going to end for tonight. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, Interesting. Uh, on the next episode, we'll find out the resolution of <clears throat> the creature's pounce. So thank you all for joining. And we will see you next week on the Dive of the Dice podcast. As always, please help our players with some shout-outs. Uh, either email dice at gmail.com or uh, tweet us at Die by the Dice. Let us know what you're thinking about the podcast in general, and if you think any of our players are doing a particularly good job or had some sort of interesting thing that uh, you feel deserves recognition. If you do, then what's that all about? I'm gesturing to him that I thought the thing with the dust in his shield was Shuffle cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was a good idea. You're making so. like sneaky gestures. I'm trying to announce right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so if you also thought the thing with the dust in the shield was cool, maybe go ahead and give Farron a shout-out. Uh, he'll appreciate a little bit of extra XP and some inspiration. Sure would. Until next time, thank you, and keep listening. Goodbye.